Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Welcome to Hard Currency, the FT's weekly overview of the main themes in the world's most global market. I'm Michael Hunter, and with me today is Kuhn Chow, macro and FX strategist at UBP. And Kuhn, there is only one place to start this week, monetary policy and the Bank of England. We've seen the first rate cut from the bank since 2009, taking rates lower again by 25 basis points to a new record low of 0.25%. They've also fired up the QE again. What's your initial reaction to what's happened? The pound's weaker again. Is it enough? What's going to happen next on the market? I think in, I think the immediate reaction will be the Bank of England. They've done this. They've probably run out of ammunition. So I wouldn't be surprised if in the next couple of weeks you see the pound actually stabilise or even strengthen again. That's going to be the reaction, I think. But there's a longer-term story still at play. And... With that outlook for the pound, short-term volatility moving up towards another level, perhaps. We've seen that support, haven't we, around about $1.30. It looks pretty comfortable around that level. It was under it a bit today. Uh, what, what, what are you looking at around those particular numbers? What's your view on, on that one thirty floor for sterling? I think people are struggling to get through it. They need something new to get through it. And one of the reasons why they're struggling to get through it is... On the other side of the equation, the US dollar, uh, some negative developments have turned up there. And that's why when they're comparing against the dollar and a pound, people have been thinking, oh, I would like the pound to be weaker. It makes sense. But on the other side of the equation, it's not that good. So I think these are the kind of things which is making the 130 a bit of a battle. And I think also you probably have had the market taking the view that it's moved a lot already. Therefore, I should be putting on structures which only aim for limited depreciation from here. And all these kind of things just make it slower going. We get bogged down. So we've seen we've seen a lot of rhetoric about currency wars. Yeah. So from from what you're saying, I get a sense this is less of a currency war than there may be an ugly bug ball. With these major currencies, the dollar, the euro, and the pound, it's each one looking very slightly differently unpleasant. Perhaps what 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 would you say about that kind of theme between those three major currencies? I think you've nailed it. You've got uh, a comparison between currencies of countries. Well, I should say blocks, where each block has its own problems. We know our challenges in the UK, but also let's look at the other regions that we'll be comparing against. The US, we have the US economy slowing, corporates there are under pressure, and we've got looming elections there, which will also weigh on business confidence and growth there. So that makes the dollar compromised. And then on the euro area side, for sure it's, re- it's risen uh, Euro's risen in the last week or so, but we have the euro area under some pressure, under some pressure because uh, 
companies there are struggling to sell goods to the rest of the world, but also the banking system has its problems as well. So if you've got three of them lined up, and the investors look at the euro, look at the pound, and look at the dollar, and they're they're not liking what they see in any of them. So is this a recipe for emerging markets to make hay while the sun shines? I would say broader. Not just emerging markets, but it would be for countries where policy is relatively still normal, where the economies are doing a little bit better, or at least no longer deteriorating. I think all of them are going to be benefiting. So emerging market currencies, yeah, but also we can be looking at uh, currencies of some of the other commodity producers, like the Australian dollar, New Zealand dollar, and also some of the European currencies where the economies are in okay shape. So okay. stocky, knocky. Scandinavian currencies benefiting from some of this, do you think, in the medium term, the long term? I think so. I think so. You have some of them who are running very loose monetary policy, but their economies are in decent shape. Okay. And the euro itself, again, the pounds run lower against the euro today for reasons we've already discussed, but the the outlook for the eurozone in and of itself, again, it's part of that ugly bug ball, perhaps. But what's the... What's the sense that you have about the way in which the shared shared currency can work its way through some of the challenges it faces? I think they'd like their own currency to weaken. I think the euro area would like its own currency to weaken. But I think we need policy within the euro area to turn more aggressively supportive of growth, either with more more QE by the ECB or a bit more more innovation by policymakers more stimulus, fiscal stimulus out of Europe. And the problem is I don't think we're going to get that. Because, of course, fiscal stimulus in the Eurozone is a much more difficult policy to draw up and execute than fiscal stimulus in the UK or in no, absolutely, the US. Absolutely, and you've got the worries that the countries which should do fiscal stimulus are, going, are also the countries which have already too high debt levels. So there's this tension And coming back to the pound on that point, we had Mark Carney today drawing attention to the limits of monetary policy at the subsequent press conference in some ways, of course, being a central banker without doing so directly. But the implication of his words that monetary policy can't quite do it alone were pretty clear. So we're looking at a new Chancellor, Philip Hammond, who's having the baton passed to him in some ways if that outlook for monetary policy is correct. How do you think the market feels about that? I think they all look at that and say, OK, if the BOE is saying this and if we take them at their word, then maybe the pound doesn't drop anymore and we could see more fiscal stimulus out of the UK. But the problem is, in the UK, we have already quite a sizable public sector debt level and I'm not sure the Tories are willing to go for an aggressive fiscal easing stance. So that means the baton will probably be handed back to Carney at some stage and I think he'll have to come up with something else. Possibly after the autumn statement, there, were, there was some talk on the, on, the, on the fringes today that there may be some fiscal measures perhaps involved there. If he doesn't get it at that point, then Mark Carney is going to have to look back and look back at the Bank of England and ask himself, we may need to do more. OK, and as we move towards the end of this week's edition, just a, a general sense, a, a, an overview we were saying we were taking at the beginning. Um, we're still very much dependent, aren't we, on all of these policy outlooks, be it monetary policy, be it fiscal policy. This situation in those three main developed currency markets, all those main developed currency pairs, is set along those lines, isn't it? What do you think could possibly help us move away from that 
what's the kind of time frame do you think we have with these special measures being the main dominant theme in the market? I mean, I, I know we're looking way ahead here, but I just wanted your sense on that. I think it could become very interesting if there is a agreement at higher policy circles amongst the major countries that we need to do something different, that we need to do some kind of some kind of coordinated fiscal stimulus or some kind of helicopter money approach. Okay. But until we get that, I guess that we'll still have these three blocks and their policymakers doing more of the same and only able to uh, move their own currencies against each other for a limited period. Kun Chow of UBP, many thanks. That's it from Hard Currency this week. Thank you for listening. You can keep up to date with all the news from the FX market at ft.com forward slash markets and at FastFT. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.